You're listening to the Feature Creatures Podcast with feature entertainers and international Playboy playmates Raven Callie and Molly Jane. An in-depth look at life on the road in the adult entertainment industry. Here, you'll get a peek behind the scenes as they discuss their everyday lives as both mothers and performers. You'll also hear from house dancers, feature entertainers, and other professionals in the industry, including club staff, stagehands, DJs, club owners, event organizers, and more. All providing advice and info for the inquisitive minds of future performers and the industry intrigued. This show is intended for adults, so you must be 18 plus to listen. Now, kick back, relax, and get ready to have some fun. Here are your hosts, Raven Callie and Molly Jane. I got green earrings that are being covered right now, and I have green on my pants. I'm all green. All green. You know, I got, I saw this status earlier about a, it was a girl really upset about this holiday because it's another reason for creepy men to feel like they can touch random girls and pinch them. There's never an excuse to touch random girls and or pinch them. Right. Without consent or permission. I mean, guys are getting their hands cut off. They're pulling back nubs and shit lately. <laughs> like we're, we're over it. We're done with that. You got to ask yeah. before you start touching on us. If you do not know the woman and do not put your hands on her in any way, shape, or form, whether you're thinking you're being funny or not. Yeah, it's not um, cute. It's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Our brain cells aligned just then. Yes, and yeah. like I said, I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah. Well, in another sense, also don't uh, don't take it to the extreme that every holiday was meant to force women into wearing certain clothing or anything it's like an all-around thing you don't wear green you get pinched but also in the same mindset don't fucking touch people you don't know weirdos <laughs> yeah. yeah and it started when we were kids because i remember as a kid you know whenever the boys were like pulling my hair or picking on me i was told it was because they liked me mm -hmm. they did not like me <laughs> They did not like me. They did not like me. Ooh. And you know, we both have boys and I tell my son, do not do that. You know, keep your hands to yourself. Yes, exactly. It's breaking like all those societal things. <laughs> yeah, there's touch touching base on that too. As mothers of boys in this industry, I feel like the society they're like oh what are your children gonna think when they're older and it's I feel like we both having boys and stuff are raising them to be more respectful of women than normal society teaches children to be you know 
boundaries too because we have to explain to them what's okay for adults to discuss and and um, view and and what's okay for children to and and knowing the difference and being comfortable with speaking up when you're not comfortable yeah yeah all right yeah for sure definitely i think it's better to have a child raised by someone in the industry than in society because they're they're going to be more whatever about sexuality whereas there's certain social norms that are like cover your body up you know especially in like rape culture it's like you see women oh well they were asking for it because they were half naked no in this industry it's like oh you have half naked women you respect them regardless mm -hmm. that doesn't change my boundaries yeah. you know yeah and and i i come from a, a place where culturally it's very different <laughs> as far as sexuality i mean it's not to say it's better or worse i mean it's got its advantages you know there's nothing breasts are not really sexualized or mm -hmm. rather they are but it's just not scandalous to see a woman topless at the beach because those are literally there so she can feed her kid <laughs> it's and it's just there's no one thinks anything else of it if a baby's crying and a mom wants to breastfeed without covering herself, it's not, it's expected. Like that's how your kid's gonna eat. Mm -hmm. So it, as kids, we only have like bikini bottoms until we wanted to wear tops. And yeah, around family too, it was just- Western no culture is really weird. <laughs> But that's not to say there's not a lot of hypocrisy over there. <laughs> right. Now, I grew up in a very conservative uh, Bible-thumping town. <laughs> very, like... Your cat wants you, man. As yeah. You want to get your cat? I'm going to let him in. <laughs> let, let, let me in, mama, let me in. Hey, love me. So, what have you been up to lately? Where have you been? I went on a little vacation ish thing to florida and brought my boy to my sisters to hang out with his cousins and i had some time with my guy and then we took our sweet ass time getting back <laughs> because we were towing motorcycles and a really cool dragon sculpture that we picked up on the way. I'm excited to see that. Live and live in color. It's, <laughs> it's impressive. But I mean, he's had his eye on it forever and he just, you know, decided he had to have it. So it took forever, forever to get back. Pick the cat up and show him, give him the attention. He needs to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> Is he not? He's He's rolling around on the floor right now being a psycho. Also, my kid got me sick because he was sick right before we left. And I just, my sinuses just were not cooperating. So I'm still kind of recovering from that. 
and I've just been really lethargic and stopped up. So I'm blaming my son and I'm not blaming myself, even though my son told me, mom, maybe I should stay in my room so I don't get you sick. And I said, nonsense. I'm your mother. I'm supposed to love on you when you don't feel well. Let's snuggle. <laughs> no, he really didn't tell me that. I do but that. Worth it. It's fucking worth it. You know, he's growing up. I'm not going to get those anymore. <laughs> I got to rely on you to have another kid. So I can get my Eventually. baby moved out of the way. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> oh, Lola's having a baby. She is. She is. Shout out to Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny, baby. <laughs> oh, man. We need to have her on here because we had some stories. Oh, she almost drowned in the Mackinac. Chris had to come rescue us. That, yeah, that almost happened. <laughs> I'm glad that I was not there that day. <laughs> I really thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, Chris had to come rescue us from the, uh, like, it was horrible. I'll save that for a whole, that's. <laughs> we'll save that for the Lola episode. <laughs> that was crazy. Anyways, so, yeah, we, uh. Just got back the day before yesterday and spring cleaned a little bit yesterday, catching up with schoolwork with kiddo. And he's got his spring break is coming soon, so getting ready for that too. And work. Getting back to work tonight. Woo woo. Yes. Oh god, I can't wait. I'm excited. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's a crazy day. So we're recording podcast. I have to get ready to go to full shot and see us a second chance and then and then we go to Kappa for the night. Yeah, and I I got my camera. I got gift. Boop, 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 boop. And I'm gonna have the best upskirting shots of you tonight. No, sorry. <laughs> I didn't see if you were paying attention. Yeah, I love it. It's beautiful. I'm really excited. So I got a new Canon right here. I'm a photographer. Is that how that works? Yeah. And then I could teach you how to use your Photoshop. Woo! Yes. We're gonna look so hot. Yes. Yes, we are. I'm excited. Yeah, I think I will bring it. I'm ready to get a new computer. That's the next big thing I get. Actually, the next two big things I get I've had planned is my costume from Stephanie. I'm not going to give it away yet. And then um, a new computer. God, I need I need to start paying for a new costume. I need Jackie. I mean, it's it's a kind of a generic cowgirl yeah. thing that kind of works well with solo sets and also really good pieces for our, our duo shows oh we've got uh you have a booking coming up i do uh expose at the end of the month 
I leave the 31st and I'll be there the 1st and 2nd of April and then I'll be home the 3rd. The 3rd. I'm excited. I'm excited to go back to Exposé and I'm bringing Steve with me. So he's going to be my little stagehand helper slash security guy. And we're just going to have a fucking blast. And I can't wait to get back into the dungeon. <laughs> oh my gosh. That... And Exposé Boutique. Ugh, so excited. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm jealous. I was going to go with you. But also, the fifth is my birthday. Cough, cough. I'll be home just in time. <laughs> I'll be home just in time. And then we'll be leaving for EDIs, which you recently were able to get into. Yes. Uh, they, Chris K actually messaged me and asked if I was wanting to join. And I said, hell yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> you were, I mean, you were trying to sign up a while back. Yeah, and I had missed the deadline, and then um, and then someone dropped out. So yay, lucky me. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you were going to be there anyways, and now you get to compete also. And now I get to compete. So I'm not just a prop now. <laughs> She's beautiful. She's just like hi, mom. I love you. Yeah, so then we have that, and that is going to be in Dallas. Dallas. Which is exciting. So I used to I used to go to Dallas all the time for bodybuilding, though. So I'm really curious to see if my old life friends would ever be interested in coming to that. But I do have some high school friends from Italy who happen to live near Dallas who are coming. Yay! I have never been to Dallas. I've been to Austin, I think. Never Dallas. Austin's beautiful. No, you think like my Texas tours and I go down to Victoria and then we drove six hours to Wichita because I'm a psycho. Um, <laughs> we drove through a lot of Texas and it's really gorgeous in some areas down there. I want to get back to Mineral Wells. I've been watching the Baker Hotel renovation and I'm telling you, once that's finished, I'm going. <laughs> and you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Look it up. It was on, uh, what was it? Ghost Hunters with Zach Baggins. And they have recently decided to restore it. So it's I've been following uh, the Baker's Hotel on Facebook, watching them slowly restore this place. And it's so exciting. <laughs> I used to, uh, my dad went to the Sergeant Majors Academy in El Paso uh, from 19, late 1990 to 1991. So I was six years old and I remember it very well because, I mean, going from Italy to El Paso for six months and it was right in the springtime and, you know, we learned to go horseback riding and stuff like that, but that was just six months. But I, I came back, you know, with a saddle and speaking more Spanish than Italian, my great grandma was not impressed because <laughs> we had to stay with her when we PCS back home. And she was like, the fuck you do? You brought her over there. She's lost her Italian already. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I liked a lot of things about Texas. And then my, my ex-husband's mm -hmm. family was from there. So we spent some time there. It's funny adult. you say that. It's funny how, um different areas affect the way you speak because 
we were, I said, we were like three when we lived in Georgia for like a year. And then we moved to Arizona and my dad said we had to move back to Illinois because me and my sister started getting that really Southern thick accent and it was driving him crazy with our little voices. (laughs) That's no, that happens though. Even my Uh, dad being from North Carolina, every time he, he would come stateside and he would spend time here, or even if we just came for the summer for vacation, he suddenly had it again. Mm-hmm. And it's just and my sister lives in Kentucky and she has that fucking country accent down there. And it it's so funny because she's lived there maybe seven years, seven, eight years now. And it, she just picked it up. And I've had people tell me and exes tell me that when I get angry, I have a southern accent. And I'm like, I'm from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> you get those influences. It's really funny. So, yeah, it just comes out, I guess, when I'm angry. <laughs> I noticed when um, I have some some bilingual friends from back home who also have uh, bilingual households. And, like, like my friend Karen will be talking. There's, like, I, I guess it's comparable to Spanglish, where Spanglish. you're, like, kind of mixing it up. But it'll be, like, Italian and English. And, like, it's sounds and me and my mom will do it and there's just words that'll come to me in Italian before they come to me in English like if I stub my toe I will somehow my mom's voice comes out of me <laughs> and I was, it's really bizarre because I'll start cursing myself in Italian in my mom's voice like it's yeah yeah <laughs> I get that my mother comes out of me sometimes and I'm like <laughs> that just happened <laughs> I think I think it's the um we butt heads with our moms both of us and yeah. I, think, I think we understand why <laughs> we're, we're a lot like our moms and that's kind of we're alike but we're different and it's funny <laughs> we are our mothers we're our mother's daughters and that's what they don't understand. Y'all did this. Yeah. We just didn't adhere to societal norms. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something to do with your friends in the Springfield area? Check out the historic Curve Inn for live music and great food. Every weekend you'll find shows from some of the area's best entertainers, enjoy great food, games, and a full bar for all of your weekend fun. Follow Curve In on Facebook to stay up to date with all events, concerts, and daily menu specials. That's Curve In in Springfield, open daily from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. for all of your bar and grill and entertainment needs. You gotta love it. You gotta love the sibling. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> well, you've got more than I do. I'll tell you, my sister. Uh, I do. I got she 10 siblings. I got 10 siblings. I grew up with four of them. My dad is a whore. Um, (laughs) But still a household of fucking five children is chaos in itself. And I'm still meeting siblings. Uh, I do. I'm the oldest of five. um, And I have an older sister via my my bio dad. um, But I've never met her. I know her name. Never met her. Um, and then, then he had me and Ashley, 
And then he had another girl, Katie, which I've talked to, never uh, and met once in person. I have another little brother. I don't know his name. I've never met him. <laughs> then there's Atlanta. Me and her were really close when she was younger. And then um, my two baby brothers that I haven't seen in six years because of their whore mother that matches my whore father. So there's that. <laughs> Drugs are bad, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. My, I, my, yeah, I, I, I was, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I was told that I have some half siblings and cons all things considered, I wouldn't be surprised, but there's been no desire to get more Contact. fuel to the fire. <laughs> Right. Y'all like, don't want this. Want this. <laughs> we do not claim that energy. <laughs> but I will say that my my dad's um I'm sorry, I'm looking for my I had to sing it. There are a lot of people on my dad's side that have been closer to me than uh anyone else even my dad himself so and i'm really grateful for them um, yeah yeah same same but then you make your own family because oh that's true that is so true dear god that's true <laughs> see i didn't meet my biological dad until i was 18 and i had met well, that I remember that there's some younger years. I do remember seeing my grandmother, his mom, a couple of times. Um, and I was raised by my stepdad, and I found out that he wasn't um, my biological father when I was 12, thanks to his cunt sister, because I do not claim that family. <laughs> and I. That. <laughs> In case you rethink that. <laughs> No, I really don't claim it. They know it. They fucking know it. I've blasted it. They're toxic ass people. Um, they cause a lot of tra childhood trauma. A lot of childhood trauma. So fuck that family. Hope you're listening. Fuck y'all. I think the last time, like, they got into a big argument with us, my uncle was messaging me, my dad's brother. Fuck him too. Um, and he's like, your grandmother's in the hospital. She's not my grandmother. Um, and you need to rethink what you're saying. So I just sent a grave and a person dancing on a grave to him as a meme. Because, yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> so family trauma is going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, like, disowned them a while ago, and I'm so happy I did meet my bio family eventually, because they have been super supportive in my life, really loving, and I'm really sad that I didn't get as much time with my grandmother, Shirley, as I possibly could have, because she was a really, a really great woman, but, you know, I still get to see my aunt and my cousins now, and, you know, my uncle Andy was amazing, he passed a couple of years, well, last year, I think it was, and... He was always super sweet and protective, but yeah, you know, 
when I met them, so many things connected, you know, my love of motorcycles and like who I am as a per person and my personality, a lot of things that, you know, I didn't feel growing up with the other side, you know, they made it super known that they didn't accept me and my twin sister. Like we were there, but we were always treated different than the others. Yeah. And a lot of things clicked into place. So I'm super grateful for how it did turn out. But yeah, I completely disowned that family. I love my my dad, my stepdad. Like he's absolutely amazing. I'm a daddy's girl through and through. Um, he's way better than my bio dad, but the families are complete opposites. I don't know how my stepdad came from that toxic ass place. And I don't know how my bio dad fucked his life up coming from the family he's a part of. So, <laughs> It's crazy how that works out. <laughs> it, it is. It it's really interesting, and especially like I could talk all day about family dynamics and everything. Oh yeah, it's but, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> also, and I think something a lot of us have in common is, uh, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, daddy issues." It's not really the daddy issues. It's, it's fucking family we, issues. <laughs> it's, it's how we um, end up. A lot of us have issues in general. And issues in general. Try having seen the things that we've seen and been through the things that we've been through, um, you and me personally, um, you know, I know your story, you know mine. So, and we know a lot of other girls' stories also. Girls, I should say women, sorry. <laughs> we are grown up. Um, when we see how other girls sometimes deal with that, I think that's what really makes the person successful or not. Not like where they come from, but like how they overcame their situations. Yeah, how they end up coping with it. And unfortunately, we, you know, this industry is not for everyone. And yes, there's a lot of, of emotional, psychological, and, um, physical aspects that you need to really take care of if you're in the industry. Mm -hmm. If you're not aware of what your triggers are, or what your problems are, being in it is only going to make it worse. And that's a problem yep. that a lot of people don't want to <laughs> address. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they like, they enjoy that, that spotlight or whatever, the, not the spotlight, the, attention yeah and I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting attention because it, it's I think it's the reason behind wanting it or like the methods used to to get it and sometimes if people would rather have things appear a certain way than actually be that way and we know how, we know what it's really like yeah if that makes sense enter yeah entering this industry as just entering it, like, you got to have a really strong, like, mindset on what you will and won't accept, and you got to know your triggers, you got to mentally prepare and protect yourself, and be upfront with people, and don't take shit from nobody, you know, like, I worked at a club that used to try to force girls, oh, hey, there's that guy over there, you need to go sit with him, or, or try to find you for not going to sit with a person, that person, I don't feel comfortable sitting with he he's he's a trigger <laughs> you know but and they would try to force people to do that it's like yeah no 
you got you got to hold you got to be strong in your beliefs and protecting yourself and have your boundaries and and stick to them. Yeah. Side note, I want to say I'm not talking shit on my bio dad because I do care for him and love him. I knew it. That's what I was like. We're exing something. He could just, he could <laughs> just. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's birds in the birdhouse. But also, in a sense, he does know the shit that he's done. But I will say, I do love him and care for him. I just wish he was a better person. Side note, just like, you know, other certain family members of mine, they got good hearts. They're just, there's some people that they're not meant to be parents. <laughs> oh, one of those people. You know, they're good people. Um, but mentally, they can't be good parents because they will always put themselves first <laughs> and, and no, their children. No, exactly. And you don't want, you know, um, and this is for a whole other episode too about mental health and, and sober dancing. That's a big thing. Um, and we could share forever and ever about having to drink to work and, and those issues and our thoughts on how to, to take care of that if that becomes over because it's, it's happened to everybody I think I think but also that's a response to a trigger you know mm-hmm. maybe you're in my case I had no problems being naked in front of people I had problems being the center of attention, but not because I was nude. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I will always call it my Catholic guilt. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> what it feels like. And it's not because I'm doing something dirty, but because I'm like, I am good on stage and I'm good on the pole. And I don't want girls to think that I think I'm better than them. Does that sound weird? No, I get like, 100%, I, 100% get that, 100%. I, yeah, like, I think y'all are great too. And I watch you guys and that's how I learn. And that's how I've been learning to go from, you know, transitioning mm-hmm. from studio to, to club dancing. But, and I, and the girls are so supportive and, you know, I don't know how to take a compliment. So when I get the compliments from a girl, I'm like, stop it. Oh my gosh. But gosh, you see your butt? Your butt is so good on stage. Mine's so flat lately. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll deflect. Exactly. I or I just say thank you because I get awkward. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. um, pride feels kind of, that. there it is. Right. Well, that makes and- me nervous. I've been called out for it too. Fire, fire called me out for it. Like you should be so much more excited for it. Cause I had got, um, exotic dancer of the month Mm -hmm. and she's like, you should be sharing it and be all confident and be all happy about it. And all night she was ragging on me because I like, I was like, I am excited. I am grateful. She's like, then why aren't you telling people that I'm like, Ugh. like because I'm happy about it but I don't want to be boisterous you know 
I'm not prideful. Like I'm not in your face and cocky about it. Like yeah. I'm really I, grateful for getting what I get, but I don't have to be that bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, I I'm, I'm happy for my skills and I've worked hard for them, but I don't want people to think that I feel like it, I'm better than them. Better than them. Me. Right. Like, I think you, because we all started out the same spot. We all yeah. started out the same place, not knowing shit. <laughs> and if it, someone be, it's just like in a competition. And I think it's something I learned when I was bodybuilding before I started dancing, because I was always the smallest and I started later in life. So I was like 25 when I started bodybuilding and competing in it. And I was, um, having a, I was really struggling to, to keep my weight up and put my weight on. And I had a bunch of issues with that. And I wasn't willing to go to some of the lengths these other girls were going to. Uh, and genetically, I just wasn't, I'm too long and lean basically to, to really excel at it. But I tried and I never went in thinking that I would win. And I've never gone into a competition thinking that I was gonna win. To the point where I do win, I'm just like, did something happen? Because I don't, I, these people don't know what happened, what, what I did all year to prepare for that competition or where I came from or the injury that I overcame or the fact that um, I had been clean from, you know, heroin for this amount of years and everything it took for me to, to get strong and healthy again. They didn't know that. They only knew what they saw right then and there. So... Mm -hmm they don't fucking know me if they don't like it that's cool but I know how far I, I came from my last competition and that's that's the mindset that I always go into with dancing that was the most amazing thought I have had all day <laughs> long-winded but I kept the train of thought <laughs> I kept the train I am so proud of you <laughs> Okay, you're clearing up. Now you're getting less, you're not fuzzy anymore. Are you in central Illinois looking for a nice spot to blow off steam? Weebles Barn Grill in Springfield, Illinois is the place to be. With a full bar and daily food specials, including breakfast from 7 to 10.30 a.m., you'll want to keep coming back for more. Want to order but can't make it in? They offer online ordering and delivery for your convenience. Let's not forget the amazing staff and various forms of entertainment throughout the week. From karaoke to bands to special events, Weebles has it all. To find out more on their daily specials and events, give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Weebles Bar and Grill. Everybody out there, it is mimosa time, mimosa time. Well, in my case, it's sunrise mimosas, but what's the difference? Uh, the grenadine. Oh, so maybe the grenadine. extra sugar shot. The extra sugar shot. I'm like vascular as much sugar as I've pumped into my bloodstream since I started drinking them. I have already had heartburn <laughs> <laughs> because when I was buying stuff for this, I was looking. I was looking for acid low acid orange juice <laughs> good 
So I was looking for low acid orange juice. So of course our Walmart is shit and they didn't have any. So I'm like, you know what? It's a little bit of orange juice in there. It's not going to bother me. No, instant heartburn after like two. So I had to down a couple of Tums. And now, <laughs> now I'm back. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. It was a nice rainy day. That's a side effect of becoming a mom. We did science experiments after I started drinking and it was much more enjoyable. Epic. Epic. <laughs> Yeah, no, we got through the rest of Aiden's schoolwork fairly quickly once I started drinking. It was totally calm. You know, I'm in stressful. Like, yeah, this is great. Buddy. Yeah, just yeah, right. I like that for you. Ah, oh, it's great. Now I understand why suburban moms drink all day long in movies. Girl. <laughs> I was around a lot of those moms when I was an army wife. <laughs> so are you ready for EDIs? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am, I'm so ready. And I just got like, you know, I was sitting here thinking of the stage and shit, and I'm probably not even going to use this backdrop, but it'll be great for like when we're on tour. <laughs> Are you still cool with me using the uh, screen? Yeah. Yeah. I might use it. I might bring it, but I'll have to see how big the stage is because if it's going to be too much in the way, then I'm not going to bring it. And I was kind of like scared because I bought these confetti guns and I thought I was getting the plastic ones, like multicolored plastic ones. Now they're fucking blow up ones and they pop. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, these probably suck. So me and Aiden each took one and like we tested it out. No, they're fucking awesome. It starts like one little blow in the straw. You go, and they go, pop, and it confetti everywhere. Like they're oh, filled with it. I'm like, these things are so cool. They're compact. Like, give it like a 12 pack. That's a few shows in that fucking thing. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. And you're going to be doing what, Michael Jackson? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to bring my Lyra, unless uh, Bambi lets me borrow hers. Because we're not in the same division, so. Um. Yeah. I think this is the first time we're facing each other off. No, it's not. Against each other before. No, we only did in the Vegas. No, you were in the masters division. Um, and I think the only one we did compete against each other was Worlds for the pole because I had won the newcomer for US and she made me do masters and pole at Worlds, which See, I knew I was gonna was lose. That's significant. It's gonna be awesome. I just wanna like I think we talked about it last time a little bit. Like I'm not even worried about going who I'm up against. I'm just happy to do better. Like I, I had such a, a hard time ever since 
you know, the move and everything as far as as my my career where it comes to, to featuring and putting my shows together and being confident enough to be on stage again and like my confidence just like a big nosedive and then the injury and everything so i my first edis i did really well second fucking tanked and like i didn't even because the very next week i was supposed to be in court for custody so like i wasn't there and my mind was not in it. My head wasn't in it. And I was there because I promised to be there and I just couldn't. I, I did my best, but my, I just couldn't do more than that at the time. And um, and this is, then I was slated to do this one and then uh, COVID happened. So this is, thankfully, someone dropped out. So you got to come in. I know, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's gonna be my first one and I'm so ready and you know, everyone's been amazing like thus far up to this point. Like they always they, they always are, but like it was really nice to meet everyone while we're at Expose too. Yeah. So like now I'm not gonna be walking in and be like, Oh, who's this person? Who, who's yeah. this person? On, on to on top of like having to compete and getting that mental mindset and Plus, having to meet everyone and now mm. it's just, it's going to be a lot calmer. <laughs> it's it's very the atmosphere at EDI is, is very organized and relaxed and I mean they're everyone's and that's what comfortable. My OCD <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's usually a dinner um, that we all go to and they treat everyone really well. So, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. <sighs> I'm excited for Exposé coming up. Oh, yeah. So what I is... get to do that and then we're home for, I'm home for what, two days and <laughs> then we go to the house. Yep. <laughs> You've got a crazy fucking two weeks coming up. Yeah, I'm, Actually, I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Like, I'm living for it. That's why, like, I took such a breather this month. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've worked at the clubs on and off, and then, like, I have my two gigs with the band. But it's been pretty much a really relaxed, like, get my head straight, organize my shit kind of month. I bought a fucking carry-on suitcase. <laughs> so I'm going to be using my big one for all my props and costumes and a little carry-on for my other shit. Okay. It's gonna be awesome. I've got my uh, I've got a trip down to Louisiana um, next weekend for Brian's spring break, and then get ready for EDIs for that's my birthday. <laughs> I don't know. Excuse me. And we're driving down to EDI, so that's going to be a shit. We might be on the road for my birthday. Why is that the. We'll be, we'll be leaving the, the 6th, right? The 6th is that Wednesday. The 7th oh, is okay. the first night. So, yeah, the 6th. Yeah, so the 5th is my birthday. Yeah. And then we'll do that. And then my mom, hopefully, will be here. 
And then kiddo goes to his dad's for the summer. <clears throat> so I'm trying to get most of my booking stuff done in the summertime. So, because then we have that over the summer, and then I go to Expose, and then we have uh, Expo back in Vegas. Yeah, that's in, in August. August. Yeah, and that's right yeah. when the kids start school. <laughs> I'm ready for the summer. It's about to get wild in the summer. Really working on bookings and stuff mm -hmm. for that. So it's about to be fun. It's about to be lit. It's going to be great. How's your naughty site going? I, you know. I haven't engaged as much as I should. One on one. One on one, yeah, that's like ooh. trying to fit in, like making videos for people. I've pretty much stopped doing customs because it's just so time consuming, and I don't. Have do you time. just do them and and then send them out? And I really haven't made anything new in at, at least two months. <laughs> made anything new. But like the last couple of weeks, I've been um, on just like posting stuff from our photo shoot and, and yeah, like me too. Trying to answer people and talk and engage, so I'm trying to like really refocus on that and get back into it. But it's it's having to rework it a little bit because of the chaos of the life now. Yeah, and the chaos is what creates the content. That's the problem because we have to be able to have a second to breathe to go through that content and share it. Right. And that's, you know, I think people assume that we're always together. Uh, I saw you for like 10 minutes last night and that's it since expose, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and then, you know, we've each got, you're super OCD and I'm super ADHD. Obviously, I can't sit still. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And, you know, trying to, like right now, I'm pretty sure I've managed to have a moment of, wait, while waiting to call you or to talk to you, to upload that, that video and then, you know, from last time, that way we couldn't get back going. But oh, that's because I had my headphones on. So yeah, we have um, to kind of reconfigure how we do this and so we don't stress ourselves too much. So we started, just to explain, um, breaking up. process and how yeah. <laughs> our split personalities work together. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, sometimes we just take that break from each other and then it's like, okay, I needed you to stop feeding me chaos. And my problem is that I have I have limited working memory. So once it's in my head, I have to get it out. Otherwise, I, so I can store other things. And if I don't get it out, um, write it down or something, which I rarely do, unfortunately. Which I've been pushing you to do. <laughs> because it's it's funny because like I'm super OCD and then like like I like I hyper focus like there could be chaos, but within the chaos, I'll be like, okay, this is what needs done. Let's focus on this and then do this and then do this. And like, like I compartmentalize and hyper-focus on each task. Whereas 
when I'm hyper focusing on a task and you're like, oh, we need to do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, let me get this done. Let me get this done. And I'm like, please write it down. Please write it down. So yeah. I, I got to get better at that. It, it's, yeah. But it's, it's, it's something I need but to it, it's, too. Cause... It's good because like it, you get that, oh, hey, future projection, here's a great idea. And like, we write it down and we can use it for later on and like because that's how I did like, for the last project yeah. that we <laughs> I have to stop myself sometimes and I'm like okay I'm um, a list like queen I make lists of everything and like oh hey if something pops in my head here write this down otherwise I'll forget it and but it's like it's not something I'm focusing on right now so I gotta write it down and like if you're in my house, you'll see fucking list in almost pretty much every room. It's pretty bad. <laughs> She's not my studio, my refrigerator, my dining room, fucking big ass dry erase board, like. And then my planner I carry with me everywhere. Oh, I love our planners. I do. That like they've been like so helpful with organizing the chaos of our lives. What are your plans for tonight? Um, drink mimosas and work on our podcast and read a saucy book and pass up. Yeah. Pretty boring. Like, we need boring to counteract the crazy. Uh, yeah, I had a photo shoot thing pop up for Sunday and I'm like, I need a night off. Last night wasn't that great at work. Probably because of all the bar crawls and stuff in Bloomington. But yeah, it was not a great night. And I'm like, I don't even feel like going in tonight. I'm glad that I danced with the band because that's where I made most of my money. And yeah, so I've taken a breather and now I'm like, I'm going to do a bullet tomorrow. I will be with you. So we'll be at the bullet tomorrow night. Yeah, the harass we'll gym. Yeah, harass gym. Our photographer, who also manages the silver bullet bikini bar, they're going to hate that I said that. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah. I do like that club. I really do like it there. I did work there for a while. Um, I mean, there's some things that I don't like about it, but you're not going to get perfection anywhere except for looks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. True story. True story. And those days are over. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the alcohol is hitting. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. I like that club though. We made a lot of money just like being Be. there. Just showing up. <laughs> just be there and make money. It's great. Um, I know. I love it. And uh, yeah, the staff is super friendly. And I've known a lot of them for years. And it's just, yeah, it's a really nice place to work. It's small. It's, you know, it makes me uh, like, it takes me back to my roots about like where I, I always liked small clubs. 
Yeah, the small town clubs. And I think like a lot of like features and people sleep on a lot of small town clubs because like Oh no, that's where the money there's there's money there. There's money oh, there. Yeah. I mean, there's some that you definitely want to avoid, but you know, there's a lot that are like, you know, do your research. But like, yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's a really nice I, I came to one that's in this area. Um, I would have said, no, every small titty bar is worth going to <laughs> till I went to that one. <laughs> <laughs> my god you're like just kidding <laughs> <laughs> bye I think my cat is broken <laughs> oh oh my gosh <laughs> hi he's like the, the cat from that video is like cat I'm a kitty cat and I'm meow 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 and I'm meow 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 <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about I have no idea what you to look it up. So, have you read any good books here lately? <laughs> no. No. Unfortunate. Wait. Oh, I'm reading some, like, memoirs, but nothing I want to talk about. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've been really, like, uh, too many ridiculous harms. Yeah. Harams, and then I decided to take a break and go back to my gangster romances for a hot second. Cause like I hop between some weird ass shit, guys. <laughs> but like I just read one. I'll have to remember the name of it, but it was a monster harem, and it was so hot, so hot. <laughs> but it was really good. It was really good. Um, I used to, um, I used to, I still do like a lot of uh, J.R. Conrad, um, stuff like that. It's like horror novels. My it's favorite like, authors are Sherilyn Kenyon and Lindsay Stans and Christine Feehan are like amazing. But I've been doing a lot of Kindle novels lately because going to the bookstore has been way too much money. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I've been really getting into the harems and like there's some things like reading these that I didn't know I was into until <laughs> <laughs> so I was reading these and I'm like, I'm with this, it. Is, this is clearly a woman's like romance, clearly a woman author because there's not a man alive that would go for this. And, <laughs> and then I just sit there and I stare at my man like. I wish you would. <laughs> I, you know, I think this kind of goes back to um, the first conversation we had when we realized that we were <laughs> meant to be friends. <laughs> Which I'm still not going to repeat because um, for the sake of both of our futures as professionals in any field. <laughs> You know, the, oh my gosh, super. I mean, that, okay. that's so why is, fantasy is there. Fantasy books are theirs because it's not reality, but it's a nice foreplay. <laughs> so you know how um, we listen to a lot of those uh, true crime podcasts and stuff, and yeah. you'll hear people like, 
it's so random, you know, you find one person who's like, I want to kill people, and another person's like, so do I, and then they do it together, and it's right. like, that's... So that just clicked. I was like, where is she going with this? And then you finished, and I'm like, yes, ma'am, there it is. <laughs> on today's episode of This Is Us. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> oh, we're so going to be great tomorrow. We're going to make a lot of money. Yeah, we are. Gonna People are going to give us money simply because we looked hot while eating pizza. And these Again. are facts. <laughs> this has happened. Completely out of nowhere. You I like you guys. <laughs> I like you guys because you came in here and you sat down and you ate pizza like a normal person. You weren't even trying to be hot. <laughs> Did I do something? You weren't even trying to be hot. And it was hot, apparently. Oh my god. Oh my god, I was eating some. I ate a mini sub, just the bread. <laughs> you get the bread, you can get mini sub bread. And I've been getting it for sandwiches lately, but I decided, hey, I just want to grab one of these and eat it earlier. So you had uh, a roll of bread. I just a roll of bread and I was sticking it in my mouth so I could scroll. Like, I think I was texting you, but it was in my mouth and Tom was like, you look like a fucking duck right now. <laughs> because the bread pieces have to It wasn't like the stripper was. <laughs> and he sent me a picture, like he took a picture and sent it like right across from me. And I'm like, how are you attracted to this? Like, this is what you chose to be with. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I think they just choose not to look sometimes. <laughs> Mine wears glasses, so at least I know the morning you can't see me. Right. <laughs> Mine just shakes his head disapprovingly. <laughs> Coming soon, our interview. We'll have a uh, peeled, the makers of a peeled documentary coming on and telling us all about their new project coming in April, a fundraiser that they have going on.